0: This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world.
1: Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to episode two of season two of the Christmas Countdown show. Yes. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good buddy Danny Jordan. Cheers. We are cheers to you, my bud. Oh, cheers. cheers.
0: Like I was this. just trying to say cheers. You know how people and who are like from England. Sure, yeah, yeah. They yeah. say cheers. And now we here in the US, like we try to find cool places and times to like say, Oh, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, bro. Cheers. But it's it's just meant to be like thank you. But I feel like they'll be like, Hey, all right, have a good day. And you go, cheers. Like yeah. that's not actually how they use it, I don't think, in the UK. Is it?
1: I don't know. I've never been there. So what? I, uh, I've, it's my number one bucket list uh, place I want to go. You've never been to the UK? I've never been to the UK. I'm wow. a complete Anglophile and love everything about England and London and and all of the UK, and I've never been.
0: That is shocking to me. Someday. You know, maybe
1: with this show. We'll but get to yes. take the show on the road. We the should uh, We should call the new king and see if he yeah. needs- Chuck. uh Chuck. You can Call think. up King Chuck and say, "Hey, do you need a Christmas podcast that's like the official royal Christmas podcast?" Yeah, and uh, maybe they'll bring us over. Um, all right, so we're here. We are doing uh, the second half of our first countdown, uh, which is our top ten favorite Christmas albums. Ooh, so good. Uh, so this is going to be five through one, the you know greatest Christmas albums as a, as a whole. In, um, our in our opinion, yes. You may have uh, differing opinions, and if you do. You should reach out to us and you unsubscribe. should subscribe. Uh, you no. you, should, you <laughs> should send us uh, what your list would be, and uh, we can talk about it. But we were realizing something, Danny. What were that, we realizing? Uh, you know, this season we hopefully, and especially looking at our numbers on Instagram and stuff, yeah, ha- hopefully have a lot of new listeners. That's exciting, and they may be kind of going, what. Are you guys doing? Like, what is? How did I get here? What is this <laughs> podcast? I'm confused. Uh, that's what I think every time I sit in front of this <laughs> microphone. Uh, and so the the idea of the podcast is that uh, we do top ten lists mm-hmm. every week uh, of different Christmas themed lists. So it could be you know movies, music, traditions, food, smells, sounds, all these things. Uh, and then we count them down in, in fun ways. We do. But people should also know who we are. I think so they should Danny, tell the people who you are.
0: Who am I? That is <laughs> that's that's a big, big question. That's existential. I don't know if we have enough time <laughs> on this show for me to say who I am. But uh, my name is Danny Jordan. Yes. Uh born and raised in Southern California. I'm a Christmas obsessed dad. I am obsessed with being a dad as well as I know you know Eric is too. That's one of the things that bonds us together is our our love for being parents, our love for the holiday season. That's why we are here. Uh, professionally, uh, outside of hosting a Christmas podcast, I, I am a television producer. Been doing that for almost 14 years now. I've worked on a lot of great shows like Extreme Makeover Home Edition, Storage Wars, Biggest Loser, Deal or No Deal. You know, storytelling is is my love and and my passion, and it's been really really fun. You know, with this show, to be able to be in this space with you and to tell stories. You know that that's really what our show leans into, which is. Why it can be so long sometimes is because (laughs) we like to share stories about our personal life, about Christmas. Um, So that's me. I'm, you know, a dad, Christmas lover, TV producer, and and I recently became a children's book. I I think you are. I was going to say you were. I'm not the best at like talking about that in this space, and and that's a me thing. I need to work on that. (laughs) But like when I come here, I'm like, oh, I'm Danny the Christmas guy here. But You're Danny, the whole guy, that's, that's a fair point. Um, <laughs> again, I don't think we have enough time for Danny tell
1: the tell guy. them what the name of your uh, children's books are.
0: Yes. So I created this group of kid superheroes called the Capables. Uh, they are kid superheroes, all of whom have a disability and their powers are activated through empowerment. The series was inspired by my first daughter, Emerson, who was born with an upper limb difference back in 2018. And I wanted her to grow up in a world where there was a book where there was a hero. They look like her, and now we just released our second book a couple weeks ago. And uh, if you're interested, it's a great holiday gift. Uh, get the get the whole set. Get Ray's first day, and Lex leads the way, and uh, and and share these inclusive stories with the kiddos. Um, Is there you know, a yeah. third book on the way? There's a third book on the way, and I love I love that you gave me a little look there because the third book in our series uh, will feature our third capable Max, who was actually inspired by Eric Peterson. Who is sitting immediately here to my right. So right when I had the idea for The Capables, Eric and I, Eric had just moved out to L.A. with yep. his family. Yep. And we got together because we had met in New York. That's how we first became buddies. And he moved out here and we got together for lunch with him and his son. Granville
1: and, is where we went.
0: That a, right is that, I thought it was called Grainville.
1: I think, I think it's Granville. Is it? Oh. Yeah.
0: But Grainville would be a great... Grainville
1: would work as well because they have a lot of grainy kind of healthy If it's a bread place, if there's not
0: one called that, I'm trademarking it (laughs) right now. So so we met up and I told Eric about this idea and Eric said, well, you know I have strabismus. And I had heard the word strabismus, but I didn't know exactly what it meant. And then Eric told me about what that means and the way it impacts his vision and he can only see out of one eye at a time. Is that right? Essentially
1: strabismus is... Both of your eyes work, but only one at a time. Right. And so a lot of times it leads to either being cross-eyed or having your eyes sort of drift out. Uh, but
0: it's it's really more of a condition of the brain than it is of the eyeballs. And so you told me this, and I said, wait a second. So you can sort of like choose which eye you're using? You're yeah. like, yeah, I'm looking on my right. I'm looking on my left. I'm looking on my right. I was like, oh, dude, that is that sounds like a superpower. Yeah. And so I just had this idea for the capables, and, and I was and I was like, okay, that needs to be a capable. So the third book in our series will feature uh, a little boy named Max who has strabismus, and his superpower is that he can see 360 degrees cool. because he stitches together like a pano on your phone. Yeah, he can use like reflections and mirrors and TVs and awesome. anything that sort of like has a reflection. He stitches it together in his brain. That's cool. So, um, so yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. Let's let's talk about you, Eric. Tell the people who you are
1: who am i uh well i am also a christmas obsessed dad uh i'm originally from uh carol stream illinois which is a suburb of chicago very proud chicagoan i am an actor uh i have done a fair amount of broadway shows uh i was in four broadway shows i played uh shrek in shrek the musical and dewey finn the jack black role in school of rock and i was in the uh What is it called? Uh, Escape to Margarita Building. (laughs) The uh... the Jimmy Buffett (laughs) musical. Um, And then I've done a a fair amount of TV, which is what brought me out here to Southern California. Yeah. Um, I, uh, most notably, I guess recently, was a show called Kevin Can F himself, where I played (laughs) Kevin. Uh, The season.
0: Series finale just aired last night, which was very exciting. You were Um, wonderful on that show, by the way, and and I mean that. I haven't watched the finale yet, as we talked about before coming on here, but uh, I think you just play that character. (laughs) You play all the characters. You play uh, so wonderfully. Thank you. And it's it's cool to see. Like I know you are a sitcom aficionado. Like you love love sitcom. Like how cool was that for you to get this role that really leans into this like old this trope that's existed in sitcom.
1: It was really cool because, you know, I've said this in some interviews, but like to get to do a sitcom, uh, in my half of the show, but then be a part of a show that really like had a point of view and was saying something important about TV and, you know, marital dynamics and all these things uh was it was very cool it was very cool to sort of be a part of a smart cool show but also get to do big broad cheesy comedy
0: yeah (laughs) physical comedy stuff and you did so so well i mean you've played some iconic roles like you shrek you played shrek and dewey finn like do you know another iconic role that i've played that i didn't say that
1: that is about christmas i played buddy the elf yes in elf the musical at madison square garden which was a highlight of my life. Um, I think we posted on one of our reels, but when I was doing uh, Elf in New York, they had us go, me and the actress, uh, Veronica Kuhn, who was playing Jovi, they, we got in full costume, which for Buddy, obviously, is the like yellow tights yes. and the green jacket and the hat and everything. And we went to Rockefeller Center and we skate ice skated in the like ice skating rink so right cool. there at yeah. 50th and 7th or whatever. And I was dressed as Buddy and it was like, all these people were coming up to take pictures. And then we went to the uh,
0: top floor of the Empire State Building and did a
1: bunch of pictures up there. It was really,
0: just so <laughs> a epic. great,
1: great experience.
0: Yeah, people need to go check out that. We did a, a couple of videos about that on, on our, we did like two reels. One was just like you walking, down but like near Harold Square yeah, yeah. as buddy just like oh look at the look at this world. And then we did another video that was specifically you you doing a deep dive into how cool that experience was to yeah. ice skate uh, at Rockefeller. So, if you're not following us on social media, please make sure you do so. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. We are at Xmas Pod on Twitter. We post a lot of really really fun content over there. So, make sure you give us a follow. It's also a great way just to Connect with uh, us directly, and yeah. if you really want to connect with us directly, Patreon, yes, is the way.
1: Tell to people go. what Patreon is, because I've mentioned this to some people, and they don't really know what Patreon is. So really? tell, yeah, okay. tell people, especially some people who are a little bit older; they, it's not a part of their uh,
0: lexicon yet. Yeah. Patreon is cool. It's sort of like if you've ever backed somebody on Kickstarter, right? Like they want to launch a new product and you're like, oh, I believe in you. I'm going to give you $10 to make your children's book happen or whatever it is. Um, Patreon's similar in that sense where it is uh, the world society finding a creator that they like and that they believe in and wanting to support them. And it's a monthly subscription based thing and for your monthly subscription you get bonus content perks. access perks as it were uh to to things that the normal listening public may not get access to. Right. So in our case you're going to get bonus episodes every single week. Every week. Every single week. Uh so if you can't get enough of us, this is a way to get even more of us. That's right. Uh so you get a bonus episode which will be like essentially you know let's say we're doing a top 10 you'll get our 11 through 15. If we're doing a top five, you get our six through 10. Right. Plus, you also get to join this very private, massively merry uh, Facebook group.
1: Which is very active. Very active. Very active. And if you're looking for a community of people that will find the joy in every little part of life and will talk about it and obsess over Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, you got to be a part of the Patreon and be a part of the Facebook group. Because it really is... Every day, we're posting stuff and people are interacting with it and talking then the comments yeah. are going off into these little tangents about christmas and different you know yeah. music and movie. it's great it's so fun
0: but it's not just us who post on on there so the really cool thing about yeah. the group is that anyone can start a, a put up a post and start a conversation i noticed one uh, person the other day said hey what does everybody think about a, a, a christmas card exchange i love it. this year and so like all these people who are part of this group are now going to like share addresses with each other yeah and mail each other christmas cards so you know what we were talking about this and this
1: seems like a good time to mention it i'm in those of you that are watching you may notice our new set that we just uh have for season two which is very exciting and it looks great right now it really doesn't need anything else we think it looks pretty pretty stellar right now but we were thinking what if you guys sent us christmas cards that'd be fun and then we could, like, either – when when I grew up, we had, like, a slotted door in my uh, house that okay. was, like, to the, the um, laundry room. Yeah. And so we would hang the cards, like, in the slots. So we don't have that. But we'll find a fun way to either put them on the mantle here yeah. or we can pin them to the wall or we'll put them in little – Paper clips we or make something. A sweatshirt out of them? We'll make a sweatshirt out of it. It's yeah. gonna be great. So if you are interested in that, send us a DM and we'll send you our PO box. And you, should we just tell them now, or should people? I think send they us should.
0: I think they should DM us, uh, and then we will we'll we'll send it out. To we'll them. send the you PO box. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. We won't. We're not gonna officially announce that yet. If you join the Patreon, you can find out the P.O. Box. You can definitely
0: get the P.O. Box, but I think that would be so fun. And we also have, uh, you know, for our listeners out there, behind Eric and myself are Christmas trees that are currently lit with lights, but they don't have any decorations on them. And we were thinking, in addition to being able to hang Christmas cards in this space, how fun would it be if we invited our listeners to mail in an ornament Yeah, and we will, within reason, like it needs to be appropriate. We can just hang anything on these trees. Like, If you have an ornament that you either go out and buy or it's maybe a special ornament that you make or whatever, hit us up. We'll send you our P.O. box. You can mail us that ornament and we will hang it. On, on the show. Trees.
1: We will hang it on the show. Oh, so we'll be like I'm yeah. hanging the, yeah. the ornaments. Well from we Tom. always do yeah. we always do um listener reviews, yeah. which I think we're gonna do in a second yeah, here. Yeah. Um and uh, this will be like a listener review. You could even send in a review with the ornament, and we will read the review while we're hanging the ornament. Oh, that's fun. Because then, then it's it, we're, we want to feature you guys. We want you to know that you're a part of this community, and that we know that those of you that are listening, especially now, if you're listening to this when this album or not album when this episode drops, yep. you love Christmas. If you're He's listening so to much. a Christmas podcast <laughs> in the middle of October, you're one of us. Yeah. Don't deny it. You know it's true. Totally. Um, should we read these reviews? We do.
0: Yeah. The, one of, the, as Eric said, one of the cool things we really like to do on this show is to read. Uh, reviews And if you're listening right now and you're like, gosh, I love this show, I'm brand new, or maybe you've been listening to us since the beginning and you never uh, posted a review, uh, if you're on Apple right now, just scroll down. You can tap the five stars, leave us a review. Or if you're on Spotify, you can you can rate us and then send us your review via DM on Instagram or email it to us, kringle at christmascountdownshow.com. That's K-R-I-N-G-L-E at christmascountdownshow.com. Send what us a great, your review.
1: That's a great email address. Thank we you. Should just,
0: Danny came up with the greatest email address. I know. I was like, should it be hello? Should it be info? I was like, no, 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 no. Kringle baby. Kringle baby, all the way. (laughs) Um, So we actually have a couple new reviews that we're going to read here real quick. Do you want me to start off, uh, Eric? So these are a couple quick and easy ones. You don't have to do a dissertation if you're not feeling like it. Uh, This first one comes to us from... Laren, Laren, A L A R E N, Laren, Laren, yeah, six five six seven eight nine. Call, give Laren a call right now. Um, and they the problem with Apple sometimes you can't see like the full the title full
1: review. Yeah, but this one says we like to guess at what the rest of the title is.
0: I'm going to guess that this one is Joy in Podcast Form because it's it. Joy in Podcast F. Yeah, so I'm going to guess the F is for form. Did uh, this, this podcast is True Joy. Every episode, keep up the great work. Well,
1: thank you, Laren. Isn't that'
0: nice. Right, that was I'm gonna very nice. I'm gonna pass off. This is a really long one. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Here we go. So this one
0: uh, comes from Ada B.
1: Two six seven. The title: This podcast literally keep. We don't know what the rest of that is. That that could be like a long title. I think it's keeps me. I think it keeps me running. Keeps me running. I like that. Oh, yep. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. <laughs> Probably keeps me running. If you if I had read the first, I may line. have cheated
0: and read a little bit of the review already.
1: Um, a to B <coughs> did leave us five golden stars, which we love that. Uh, and they said, "I am a cross country runner in Tennessee." And finding motivation to run when it's 80 degrees in September can be challenging. But finding this podcast has given, me, has given me the motivation I need to run with a smile on my face, which probably makes me seem crazy to my neighbors. <laughs> I love listening to this podcast while I'm sweating in the heat, and I'm so happy that I found a community of fellow Christmas lovers. Thank you, guys. Keep Counting, P.S., I also run wearing my Christmas themed running shoes. Ooh, Ooh Christmas themed running shoes. I want to. Do we think that they're like one green and one red? That's a great question. Do we think that they're red and green all together with like gold
0: jingle bells on them? There's so many ways we could go with this. I feel like it's A to B. A now, I do love that person's name because is their name Ada and then their last name starts with. The letter B. I did not think of that, but you're totally right. It's like A to B. A to B. But
1: it's A-D-A-B. A to B. A
0: to B. It, was that her parents who thought of They're like, this is going to be really it's creative. It's a great, it's yeah, a great a name. A to B. <laughs> a to B. I, I don't know. Ada, reach out to us. Let us know. First of all, we need to see a photo of your shoes. Absolutely. That needs to happen, and we'll post it on our Instagram yes. so all these people know what we're talking about. Uh, and then two, is this just a play on words you came up with? Yeah. Or is this your name, Ada? We need more
1: of a backstory on your screen name.
0: We really need to know. We want to do a deep dive. We want to do 30 minutes about (laughs) Ada's... About A to B... 267's six sevens screen name hundred percent that's what we're here for and that's what our listeners are here for. i, I think that. more than anything else but uh yeah if you want a chance to have your review right on the show uh if you're on apple just scroll down leave us a review right now we see all of those on our end if you're on spotify or another platform rate us give us five stars or however you rate on that platform and then shoot us uh, shoot us your review and and you could be featured on the number one christmas podcast in the world yes pretty darn exciting, i feel like right?
1: we need uh an air horn that like meow, 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 which I know Chris has as a sound effect, but w- how could we make that Christmassy? Didn't we
0: talk about this? Season I feel one? like we did talk like, about jing, this. Jing, jing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's really good. Yeah. Chris, can you can you make that not right now, obviously, but can you make that into some sort of uh of a a, a sound cue that we can add for the moments like this? Yes, sure. Like like it could go
0: jing, jing, ching ching. Goal bells.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like the little pause. Goebbels bells is great. That's yes. So good. Yes. Oh, um, I love it. All right. So we've got through our reviews. Yes. Uh, we've told everyone who we are. Yeah. Um, we, you know, Ada sort of gave us a nice, uh, transition point here when Ada was talking about her shoes, right? And that she has these Christmas themed, uh, shoes. We shared this on our first episode and we want to bring it up again is that we've gotten into the world of merch, merch, baby. If you haven't gathered it already, Eric and I were very puntastic. Yes. we love dad jokes, we love puns and we thought what a better way to, to share that with the world than to create... Holiday Pun merch. Yes. So if you click the link uh, in the episode description or go to our social media or just go to ChristmasCountdownShow.com.
1: We have a regular old-fashioned website. Dude. We do. We're old yeah. school like that.
0: <laughs> uh, I was going to say that, that's very analog, but it's also... No. Digital. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's
1: like, it is like the... It's the analog
0: of digital. Of digital. Exactly. We are not in the metaverse yet. <laughs> not, or maybe, yet. maybe season three. Maybe season 3.0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so go to our website we have a ton of fun holiday theme merch some of these fun little like uh, phrases that have come up on our show like yes. massively merry, yeah. gigantically jolly Eric's come up with some really cool designs like what would the Jurassic Park of the holiday world look like we it looks awesome North Park North North Pole Park,
1: North Pole Park, and then instead of a T Rex, it's like a reindeer. Yeah, so cool. but it's all in the same font of Jurassic Park. It's very cool. It's we have very a lot original. of a lot of uh, designs like that, and we are we have more designs that we're going to be posting coming throughout soon. the season. Yeah, um, so definitely check that out and keep coming back to check it out. Yeah, um, and oh, we should talk about because some one of the things that we don't have on our merch list is pajamas. We don't. We haven't and gotten Christmas into that pajamas. Day. That's like a whole world in and of itself. Yeah. Um, now, Danny alerted me about a very cool company yeah. called Lil Sleepies. Little Sleepies. Lil Sleepies. I like it. Lil, not little. Little. Lil Sleepies. No,
0: it actually is little.
1: Oh, is it? It is little. Yeah. God, little I saw in on one of their emails that it was L I L.
0: I mean, Lil. it maybe I said it like that because I tend to like drop <laughs> sounds in the middle of words a lot. Maybe yeah. I was like, you gotta check out Little Sleepies. Lil Sleep, Lil they should change their name though to Lil Sleepies, or we'll start our own version.
1: Yes, we'll Lil be Sleepy's a
0: competitor we'll... to the brand that we're about to promote. <laughs> this is the way we like to roll. If you're a brand <laughs> out there and you want to have us uh, compete with you, um, send us some products. Product. We'll. But that, with yes. Version. That that all being
1: said. Little Sleepies yes. sent us some very, very soft, adorable family PJs. Yes, we basically told them the ages of our kids and what sizes they wear, and our wives,
0: and so we are decked
1: out for yes. Christmas Eve, our... and really all season long.
0: Yeah. PJs. Oh my gosh! So I found out about Little Sleepies, Little Sleepies first through my wife, because she. Buys all the clothing for our children because sure. if it were up to me, my daughters wear like Dodgers shirts and <laughs> Packers shirts and oh, and jeans, child, and that's about child it. abuse. I am so I know I know I like to have them root for winners. Uh, so, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Last week, but Wait, anyway. can I tell you real quick? I yes. was
1: watching the Bears game with my daughter Sophie, who's twelve, the other day, yeah. and she. She was like, this is so frustrating. And I was like, yeah, welcome to being a Bears fan and the rest of your life.
0: Uh, but at least you're being honest with her. That's true. I'm not lying to her. I appreciate the honesty between parent and child there. Yes. So so anyway, my wife started buying these jammies, and I, like they are legitimately the softest pajamas I have ever felt in my life. And I was like, gosh. I would love to have a pair of those. And my wife's like, well, you know, they make them for adults. And I said, no, <laughs> I did not. So we started talking to little sleepies and they were kind enough, as Eric said, to send us each matching sets for us as a family. So yours, I, I have to admit, I like the pattern that we got. It's very classic. It's plaid. Did you get red. kind of
1: like a greenish plaid kind of thing? Yeah, it's green and red. Green and red. With
0: like gold stripes sort of through the middle. But I saw yours. Tartan, I believe they call it. I that. got so jealous.
1: Mine is like a red and white, kind of like um, like a busy print that looks like a sweater, kind of, yeah, like, like kind an, of like this, like an ugly sweater. If you're seeing what or, I'm saying? Yeah, uh, what I'm wearing right here, like a lot of very close little snowflakes and reindeers and snowmen and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I also think it's because I feel like as I've gotten older, I think the color red looks good on me. Oh, that's and, cool. Um, it's
1: good to know that about yourself. Yeah,
0: to know what colors. work why for Why I'm wearing you. blue today. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, Little Sleepies is incredible. We're going to put um, a very special code that they sent us that we can share with you all in the episode description. So if you want to check out these incredibly uh, holly jolly, incredibly soft uh, pajamas, click that link. You can go get a pair for yourself or a yep. kid in your life. You can get a matching family set because matching family PJs are all their Nothing age. Better. Nothing you know? better. If you're going to get that awesome family picture Christmas morning around the yes. tree, matching jam jams.
1: It's got to be gotta number one in it. And it's got to be a little
0: sleepies. You will not be disappointed. And if you live in a warm uh, climate, they are not hot jammies.
1: They're not. They're not like the flannel. Sometimes when I think of Christmas PJs, I think of that like heavy flannel pajama pants kind Mm -hmm. of thing, which there is a time and a place for those. Yeah, But they can be, especially where we live here in L.A., that that can be tough because it gets, even on Christmas morning, it could be. 75 degrees so right and so but these ones are very thin almost like the athlete athleisure yes kind of uh, material that has become all the rage since the pandemic
0: yes they are so soft so stretchy so cool so check them out we'll put the link in uh in the episode description yeah. you can check out little sleepies and get your own matching set of family pjs for this holiday season there are a lot of massively merry things that are happening at this time of year as we're just rocketing towards the holiday season. One of them is you got to get matching jammies as we just talked about, but check, knock it off the list, (laughs) check it twice if you want. That was good. Thank you. Jingle, jingle. (laughs) Um, So the other thing is there's a lot of, new holiday music, and it feels very appropriate because we are in part two of our top ten Christmas albums countdown. If you missed part one, go back, uh, check that out right now so you can hear what our tenth or sixth is, but there's some albums that are currently dropping in real time right now as we speak that...
1: That maybe next year would be
0: on our would be list... be on our list, of, yeah. ...of greatest
1: albums, but well, we haven't heard them
0: yet. We haven't heard them yet, so the number one, we had talked about this in our, like, off-season stocking stuffer episodes, but uh, Backstreet Boys... Yes, you know them. Ah! I know all all of the boy band lovers around the world are going wild including Eric, <laughs> including me. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't Backstreet Boys your favorite boy band? It was my
1: favorite boy band. I think I told this story last season, but when I was in that would have been freshman year, I think, was when Millennium came out. Okay. The like the bluish album? Is that yeah. Yeah.
0: It was Yeah.
1: Um I paid a girl who was like not not a very good student and would ditch school all the time. I would never do that. So I paid her like $10 to when she was going to ditch school and she went and got me the album really? at the record store and brought it back to the school oh so gosh. that I could listen to it
0: as soon as I got home. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. What I love about that is that you've also shared on past episodes that you were also like like a super punk rock yes. guy in high school. not at
1: that point yet. Uh, okay. That punk rock really came to me more like senior year of high, junior, senior year of oh, high school. Yeah. So this was freshman and sophomore. This is when I was still boy bands and,
0: and you know, boys we to men. Yes, we, we all went we on we that journey. We all went on that journey. Some of us are still on it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to point any fingers, but it might be me. But Backstreet Boys, they just released their first ever Christmas this album.
1: This is their first one? Can you believe that? How could they wait this long?
0: Yeah, so this album came out October 14th. It is called A Very Backstreet Christmas. I mean... That name in and of itself, like I feel like you could just go like a very insert word
1: insert band name Christmas, Christmas. here, and like that's a very there's got to be a lot title. of
0: like you know a very Blink One Eighty
1: Two Christmas, a very Frank Sinatra Christmas, a very Beach Boys Christmas. They that is <laughs> that seems pretty a safe
0: bet. It's a very safe bet. A very Eric and Danny sure Christmas. Christmas. I feel yeah. like that might be a good album title. That's true for us if we were to release a Christmas album. It could happen. It could happen. It might happen. Maybe. Maybe I'm already working on it in my mind. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: But maybe I'm not. I don't want you to get too excited. <laughs> I get very excited there. You looked time. at me like, did you already write oh eight my songs? God. And I was like, yes. And I'm going to beatbox on every single one yes. of them. Yes. Uh, but Backstreet's album has come out uh, October 14th. I'm sure many of you are already listening to it out there. Uh, it's great to, to hear the guys all these years later finally having a full album about Christmas. And if they're listening, AJ, Nick, Brian, uh, Howie, and do you remember uh,
1: aj nick brian howie it's the dad one
0: the, kevin. kevin kevin Kevin. i mean kevin but also kevin, kevin. kevin. uh yeah. if you guys are listening out there which i'm sure you are and you'd love to come on and chat about your album yeah we welcome that uh wholeheartedly and congrats on your first ever holiday album and and there's another one that came out recently you you tipped me off to this
1: yes uh of Debbie Gibson has yes. got a new Christmas album called Winterlicious. Oh it's coming out tomorrow because it's going to come out on the twenty first. Uh, and I actually met Debbie Gibson. Is she once. going by Debbie again. She is. She was. She was Debbie Gibson in the eighties. Obviously, yes. She changed her name to Deborah Gibson. Okay. In the like early two thousands. Okay. And now she's back to Debbie Gibson. Mm, she's. Okay. I think What's she's old is new. Exactly. And I, I, I think she's sort of come to terms with this is who I am and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, I like saying at a Christmas. Benefit concert with Debbie Gibson. Really? While we were doing the tour of Shrek, we were in San Francisco and we did like a Benefit Christmas concert. And Deb she was Deborah at the time. Okay. Deborah Gibson sang like Santa Baby or something like really? that. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. Did she, she did didn't she do musical theater stuff in She did.
1: She God? did. I think she was in she may have been in Chicago for a little bit. And I think she may have done um. Uh, what is it? Sweet Charity. Okay, she, I think she maybe did. I'm yeah, waiting for you to get lists. the Chicago call. You know, I, they are famous <laughs> for that. This is true. Well, the thing is that I I wouldn't play uh, Billy Flynn, who's like isn't that the main guy Billy? Yeah, I think it's Billy Flynn. Yeah, um, I wouldn't play that part, but I'd be a really good Amos, okay. who's the like the John C. Riley part from the movie. Um, but I have like a, a sort of. Group of friends that are all my sort of type, and they just rotate through
0: through Chicago. <laughs> it's like, hey, do you got a job right now? I'm gonna go into the Chicago. I'm just gonna go spend three weeks over <laughs> yeah. in Chicago and sort yeah. of bounce. Ba- that's sort of just like their mo. Yeah, I know they are just bouncing people in and out all the time. Well, I'm looking forward to that day yeah, that you get that call because I've never seen the stage production. Oh, it's great, and I'm gonna hold out. It's really for great. when you're in
1: it. You know, a buddy of mine has been in it for like 14 years, oh and he was telling me how. Most of their audiences at this point are international audiences. Right. Because at this point, after being open for 30 years or something like that, most New Yorkers have seen Chicago. Right. So it's a lot of tourists. And he said, it'll be so funny because we'll do bits from the show that clearly they it's either like a very American joke or they won't understand what's happening, but they love it. They're like, you know, smiles on their faces, but- very interesting kind of dynamic over there.
0: Well, I'm holding out. I'm holding out until Eric Peterson is starring as Roxy Hart in uh, in Chicago. <laughs> I cannot wait to see that version. Anyway, we do have our countdown. But yes. before we get to that, I, I want to bring up that uh, starting tomorrow, the 21st, in addition to Debbie's new album, sure, yeah, you yeah. Know, Fergalicious or Winterlicious, <laughs> Winter-licious. Whatever, coming out. The Hallmark Channel countdown to Christmas starts starts. like this. I'm getting the biggest smile on my face thinking about it starting tomorrow, the 21st at 8 p.m. 7 central. The countdown to Christmas starts and they are kicking it off with a movie called Noel next door, which I think is going to be really, really exciting. And then on Saturday night, this one, if you don't know about the Hallmark Channel fantasy football movie league that we we've come
1: up with like a good because I feel like we both keep saying fantasy football but it's not fantasy football yeah what uh, we need like Hallmark Channel F- fantasy league
0: fantasy Fantas- movie league but fantasy movie sounds like every time I like sci-fi right, or yeah, something yeah. like that um I I would say like Hallmark Channel fantasy Christmas movie league, league. that's good Hallmark Channel fantasy Fam- fantasy Christmas movie, movie. Oh my League. gosh. I'm going to write it on the back of my hand because I will forget we'll it. get there. I'm just going to post it on the wall here yeah. in the studio so we'll never forget but so Eric and I we recently drafted the five movies that we believe are going to perform best this holiday season all Hallmark Channel Countdown to Christmas movies uh, and one of my picks is premiering this Saturday it's called We Wish You a Married Christmas uh, I'm so so excited for this movie. Um, this is a story that I feel like many many couples can relate to especially over the last couple of years where we've spent so much time together and we're learning new things about marriage and partnership and all this sort of stuff that relationships have been strained and especially around the holidays because you got family coming in or you got to get those last minute holiday gifts or the kids have their holiday show. There's just so much you juggle around the holidays that marriage oftentimes can become very stressful. And so this couple, they have this great idea that they're going to escape off to an inn in Vermont. And romantic. I mean, look, if anyone is able to get me into an inn in Vermont this holiday season with my wife. Without our kids, maybe. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. I sign me up. I will. I will go. All I have to do is be in a Hallmark Channel movie. But anyway, this couple they go off to Vermont. They're trying to work on their marriage uh, to sort of reignite the flame and, and find their way back to this love that they know they have with each other. And so they go off to Vermont, and then they get they get stranded there. I don't. We don't know exactly why, but uh, we're gonna watch Saturday night, we're and we are excited. gonna find out.
1: And then we have A Kiss Met Christmas, Mm. which is starring uh, Sarah Ramos, who was on uh, Parenthood. Yeah, Great show. And also Mary Lou Henner's in that one. She's the greatest. And I I was reading the log line for this one, Danny, and you didn't select this one. I didn't. But I think you're going to like it because it tells the story of Sarah, a children's book author, who returns to her hometown when she reconnects with her family and her teenage crush. She soon discovers that a family legend... Might actually be true. Oh, my gosh. So that sounds like it's going to be good. Neither of us drafted it for so for our particular league, yeah. but I think that uh, that's going to be a good one, and we're going to tune in and, and
0: score the points in, in case somebody else drafted. If you're like, why do you care so much about points? Go back, uh, listen to one of our recent episodes. It was all about Hallmark Channel, or you can go to our social media page on Instagram. Watch the video that's all about this league that we've started. We're going to tell you uh, all about the point system. If you want to draft your own team, you can do that as well. Just shoot us a DM or email us, kringle at Christmas showcom We will send you the point system. You draft your team. We'll send you the google sheet invite you'll draft a team and we're going to track points all season long And at the end we're going to crown a winner and that winner is going to get a really cool uh gift basket yes. from us which is really exciting but it all starts this weekend on hallmark channel check you know your local listings uh if you don't have hallmark channel this is a good time to add get hallmark yep, channel absolutely. or find a, a friend or family member yeah. and do a family movie night yeah with them and, and tune into these three great movies in case you were wondering what i will be doing this weekend yes uh, I'll be watching Hallmark Channel Christmas movies all weekend long. Oh, that's we're gonna Eric and I are gonna be texting each other. <laughs> yes. and I'll be like, "Did you see that? <laughs> Did
1: you see that they kissed in front of a gazebo?" Seven points, baby. It was
0: a great play. But then we'll also be really disappointed when like Kismet Christmas like scores really high. So you may, if you, you know, if you're looking to draft a team, Kismet Christmas might be one to go with. And come Sunday night, you're going to be cheering in your living room, yes. throwing popcorn uh, at your uh, significant other saying, told you your face. <laughs> That's what's going to be happening. But I'm so excited. The next couple of months are going to be thrilling on a Hallmark Channel. So yes, I'm really, really absolutely. stoked for that. I feel like this is a good time to get to part two
1: too people are anxiously awaiting so anxious. they listened to 10 through 6 and they were like man you guys had some great albums what could you possibly put at the top of your list Well, so let's, let's hit it let's let's review what we did uh 10 through 6 yep. uh just as a in case somebody missed last uh the last episode uh my 10 through 6 i started with charlie brown christmas uh the vince guaraldi trio jazz trio yep. then i did megan trainers a very trainer christmas then I did Barbara Streisand, a Christmas album with so Jingle Bells. Jingle Bell? Question mark. Uh, then I did number seven, was Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song album, which includes the Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Then I had JD McPherson's Socks. So now we're up to my number five pick. Okay.
0: Should we have Chris hit the music?
1: Yes, hit the music, Chris. Time for a list. <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. Uh, so my number five selection, I think you're going to agree with this. Okay. Is, and I I I was trying to find I. We talked about this because you had a very similar selection with the Rat Pack. Yes. Of trying to find a sort of compilation, that is the best to sort of cover all those bases. I went with Ultimate Sinatra's Frank Sinatra's Ultimate Christmas Album that came out in 2017. Mm. It's just, I mean, Frank has, as if you've listened to this show, you know that Danny and I are both huge Rat Pack fans and Sinatra fans, and it's hard to get a greatest album of Sinatra because he they re releases music right. lots of different ways and packages it package it different ways, uh, but this one has some of the best. You got White Christmas, his version of the Christmas Waltz. Uh, uh, Chris, can you play just a little bit of uh, the Christmas Waltz by Frank Sinatra?
0: Frosted
1: window pins. Mm. You love this. I, love I know so you love, Inside, I love this song so much. Painted candy
0: canes on the tree. Sat as on his way. He's filled his sleigh with things. Things for you and me. For me,
1: it's that So good, right? I mean, gosh, there's a g- lot of great song. ones on there, but that's one that I love. That feels like it's not an overdone Christmas, right? Song. Like, a, a, it's not like he's the only version, but it's not like Otana or you know, uh Deck the Halls, Deck the Halls, or something like that. You know, yeah. White Christmas. Everybody's yes. sort of everybody's done. got a version of that.
0: Yeah, I feel like you need to be like a very specific style artist. To do that song and to do it right. Like, you know, when you hear his version, when you hear the Carpenter's version of Christmas Waltz, you're like, yeah, I don't wanna touch that. Right. I don't know if I wanna mess with that at all. And I love that it's a waltz because waltz style music is just not, you don't hear three, four times a lot. And I love that there's a song out there that's in three, four
1: times. It's pretty great. The other song that I wanna highlight on this album is his version of 12 Days of Christmas that he sings with his kids. So Frank Sinatra Jr. and Nancy and Tina Sinatra are all singing it with him. Really? And they change a bunch of the lyrics to be like... You know, on the third day of Christmas, I my uh they're giving gifts to their dad. Oh, the yes, gift yes. I gave my dad was three orange silk ties for him, or something oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> and so they're all like things that are specific yes. to Frank Sinatra, and you can just see the love of their family as they're singing it. So that's my uh, number five selection: is Ultimate. Christmas ultimate Christmas by Frank Sinatra so good compilation album
0: I think they did uh there was a Frank Sinatra Dean Martin Christmas special mm-hmm. and I think they did yes. that 12 days of Christmas because yeah. I can see yeah I just watched this on YouTube recently. he's like sitting
1: on a stool right yeah. and they're kind and, of all around him and
0: Sinatra Jr. is like really leaning into the sounding and looking like his dad yeah. thing at that yeah. point because he's like Singing like his (laughs) dad, you know, like I'm just like, oh, you're really leaning into it. But uh, that was, and if you haven't seen that Christmas special, go go and watch it, it's it's really really entertaining. Um, all right, what was
1: your 10 through 6? Do you want to remind
0: us? Yeah, I would love to do that. So at number 10, speaking of the rat pack, I had Christmas with the rat pack, at number nine, I had the Beach Boys Christmas with. The Beach Boys. Uh, <laughs> I'm sensing a trend. Uh, at number eight, I had Elvis Presley, Elvis's Christmas album. Uh, at number seven, I had Christmas Portrait, uh, the Carpenters' Christmas album. There's just Chef's Kiss, and then Eric and I had the same selection. Crazy. And number six, which was Socks by JD McPherson. Uh, I didn't know about JD until Eric, you know, introduced me to him last holiday season, and I'm so glad he did. It's such a great album. I was thinking about it, um, you know, after we recorded the other day, and I, I I know why I like his style so much. It's because he he reminds me of sort of like a modern day Buddy Holly. Yeah, like he's really got that vibe to him,
1: and kind it, of the old school rock and roll music where it's kind of blues based yes very predictable chord progressions mm-hmm. but wonderful at the same time
0: totally very accessible and like when okay. when we lost buddy holly too soon we sort of lost that style yeah. of music in a sense and so i'm glad that jd mcpherson's keeping that alive uh, all right so let's uh, continue forward with the countdown at number five went with a compilation option here if you've listened to the show before in the past you know that i Am a massive fan of acapella music. You yes. know, I grew up around acapella music. My dad's a barbershop singer. Uh, you know, for a while he managed like acapella groups like the Blenders and uh, I love their names, the Knutson Brothers, yeah. and they were all brothers named <laughs> yeah, with the last name Knutson. Yeah. Uh, and so I just grew up listening to this style of music. So I love that. You know, with uh, what was it, Sing Off, the Sing Off, yeah. that acapella music sort of found its way into popular culture here in the U.S. And I remember um, this group, everybody knows them, everybody loves them, Pentatonix, when I was living in New York, they I think it was right after they had won the uh, sing-off, yeah. they were on a float on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. And I hadn't heard of them because I hadn't watched the show. And I remember the float came by me. I was like, wait an a cappella group right. that are like young people that <laughs> yeah. like sound cool. sound cool, look cool. I was like, "I'm in." And so I immediately started listening to their music, and thankfully Pentatonix clearly seem to be obsessed with Christmas music, Cuz I feel like every year it almost feels like they're releasing like three Christmas albums every year at this point in time cuz it's right. like every time I turn around there's like a new Pentatonix Christmas album. But the one that I chose and my number 5 is the best of Pentatonix. Christmas. Uh this album came out 2019 so it features, you know, the best of of all the songs they did up, released that point, up yeah. until that point. Um it leads off with Deck the Halls and I would love for Chris to play a little bit of this because their version of Deck the Halls, I, the more I go back and listen to it, I feel like it might be the best version in my opinion of Deck the Halls right. ever. Can we take a little listen, Chris? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Deck the house with bows of holly, fa yeah, it's... <laughs> it's a ball. It's the season to be jolly, fa la la la.
0: I mean, yes. it just—they awesome. hit you with everything right off, the bat. right out of the gates. It's like you get some <laughs> harmonies, like, "Oh, this is gonna be nice." It feels, you know, that's—it's got to be a part of like the album making process. It's deciding what's gonna be number one. Sure, yeah. Because you can't just like hit it hard like right that's out of the, the gates. That's the first track on. on that's the, the first album. track on the album. Yeah. So I feel like, well, at least on the best of album, sure. so it, like that one like feels like it's slowly getting you into, it, and you're like, "Okay, I'm getting in the groove." And then the beatbox comes in, the vocal percussion, and then you got Mitch hitting that high. But I just love the feel of that uh, song so, so much. They've also got Carol of the Bells, uh, Mary Did You Know, which is so beautifully done.
1: Maybe one of the greatest Christmas songs. And their version of it is the best version of Mary Did You Know. There's a very good music video of it as well.
0: Yes, agreed. Uh, And then their version of Little Drummer Boy, I'm obsessed with as well. That's on there. They've got That's Christmas to Me, which if you listen to season one of our show, you learn that that song is one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. It's an original. Uh, I just love the lyrics. I love the feel of it. There's not like a lot of beatbox in that song. It's just a lot of really, really great harmonies. Plus, there's a lot of like guest appearances from like Jennifer Hudson, Kelly Clarkson, Tori Kelly, Whitney Houston. Um, so you're not just getting that a cappella goodness from Pentatonics. You're also getting a lot of surprise guest uh, features on that album as well. So I s- highly suggest if you love Pentatonics, or maybe you have no idea what I'm talking about, just go listen to this check Best Of. them out. You got to check them out. And that's my yes. number five selection on my list. What do you got at number four?
1: Number four for me, this is... This could have been number one for me. Really? Be, and I know that you're like, well, why, why wasn't it really? number
0: two? Why do I say really? Every, for 27 <laughs> really? episodes now, <laughs> no. when every time you've said this, you're like, this could have been number one. I go, what? No. Tell me more. Um, okay, this is
1: a compilation album. And they've made a bunch of these. But I'm, re- I'm referring to a specific one. The album is called <laughs> A Very Special Christmas. Okay. So I'll sort of hold this up for in case. Oh, that They're yes. usually like one color, either green or red or gold or blue or whatever. And they have that sort of Keith Haring uh, style drawing of the kind of Keith Haring style. Right. Uh, now, the, the version that came out in 1987, which I think was the first one. Okay. Is so good. Is so, so good. I have to list all of the songs on it because- Okay, buckle it, I'll up. I'll go fast. I'll go fast. But they are- <laughs> It's so good. You have the Pointer Sisters mm. singing Santa Claus is Coming to Town, okay. which starts at. I, I just have to play it. Play. I play it. You gotta play it. I gotta play it. I want a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. All right. So that one's so good. That's Santa Claus coming to town. Then you get the Eurythmics version of Winter Wonderland, Ooh. which is Annie Lennox and just very kind of dark and kind of interesting. Yeah. Then you have Whitney Houston's Do You Hear What I Hear? Oh, that's so a, a classic. Yeah. Then you got this one. Oh, my gosh. I'm
0: Merry so Christmas, Baby this. by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, with the you love band. this. I love this one. That was on your... That was
1: definitely in my top ten list. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so good. Merry Christmas, baby! (laughs) It's so good. I love that one. Then you have The Pretenders with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Mm. John Mellencamp singing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, Sting doing Gabriel's Message, Run DMC with Christmas and Hollis, Wow. You 2 with Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, Madonna with Santa Baby, Bob Seger, Little Drummer Boy, Brian Adams, Run Rudolph Run, Bon Jovi, Backdoor Santa, Uh, and then uh, The Coventry Carol by Alison Moyet, and then Stevie Nicks finishes it off with Silent Night. Wow. It is like of the 80s, which is a great music decade. Yeah. They got everybody. They really like did. that. Those are the biggest names. That's impressive in in the '80s music scene. And they all. What I love about them is that all of the songs sound like the artists really dig Christmas. Mm. They don't. So you know how sometimes somebody will be like well, I gotta make a Christmas song because yeah, exactly. I'm, a, I'm popular now or whatever. Gotta pay my mortgage. Yeah, yeah, you can tell they're kind of like phoning it in. They're like, yeah, okay. Ah, the lights are bright and love is around. Right. You know? But they're not into it. All of these tracks sound like people are like, I love Christmas. And this is my version of saying it. So that song, or that's uh, that album, A Very Special Christmas, first edition, 1987, is Chef's Kiss.
0: Do so, we know, you know, because it's a compilation, yes. but was it made like, did they all go record these tracks specifically for this album or were they previously recorded that they like, you know, cause a lot of times, you know, like, I was toying with putting a now that's what I call Christmas, sure, you know, yeah. because yeah. like you're getting all the hits, you're getting Definitely. chestnuts roasting, blah blah blah. So I wonder because this feels almost like it was done for a cause sort yeah. of situation.
1: Yeah, I think it was, um, okay. be, and they have continued to do these very special Christmas uh, records. Yeah, but I do we'll do some research into that because that's a great question,
0: Chris. Is. Do you know? it's for the special olympics.
1: Oh, there you go. There you go. Boom. But do we know if these were all recorded like for this album or if they're like tracks from these people's
0: respective christmas albums? Yeah, the the album was produced specifically for the Special Olympics. Wow. That makes me like it it's even like more. One of the
1: greatest albums ever made.
0: It's, and they've kept doing. How many have they done at this point in time? Do you have that handy, Chris? Since you are, I've only seen the red and the green ones. I think maybe only two. There may be a third. I'm not sure. I think there's at least three. Yeah. So a minimum of two. <laughs> minimum of two possible maximum, maximum of a hundred. We don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in between two and a hundred. Yes. They've done that. I love that. I I think. You know, you. I think you like '80s music. I do more than I like '80s music. Sure, because like I hear those artists, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know who those people are. But like, I. But that's what's fun about our show is that, you know, there are plenty of people out there, millions of people who love '80s music, like you. And that's what's really fun when you listen to our countdowns is like you're like, yeah, I love that album too. But then maybe if you're someone like me who's not super '80s and you hear this, like, maybe I got to go give that album uh, another listen. And we've done that for each other, which is great. Yeah, that's friendship. Ding, jingle, jingle. Chris will throw that in in post. Yes. Uh, all right, so my number four is a hot off the presses. If you listen to season one, you know that, I know I did this a lot, uh, season one. I can't remember how much you did it, but it's very common for me, like half an hour before we record, to be like, I got to make a change. I got to yes. I gotta swap something out. And I've continued that trend, uh, going into season two with our first countdown. Uh, originally, I had, my top five was arranged a little differently, and this morning I made a, I made a change. Just this morning. Just this morning on the drive over here to the studio, I made this change um, because I was listening to some music by these artists and I was like, they can't be on my 11 through 15. They got to be on my top 10. And the more I listened to it, I was like, they deserve to be top five. Wow. So that album uh, features none other than uh, Louis Armstrong Mm. and Ella Fitzgerald. Mm. And it is Ella and Louis Christmas. How I, do I not know about this record? You, you don't know about this record? I do not. It's called Ella and Louie Christmas. This came out 2016 on okay. uh, I think it was on Verve is the name of the uh, the label. Okay. And it features all of those songs that you love so much from does these two ha- artists.
1: Does it have "That you Santa
0: Claus? Yes, you better believe I love it song. does. It also has A song that I've been thinking a lot about over the last year. You know, one of the themes we talked about doing season two was like songs I've recently fallen in love with, Mm -hmm. and one of those for me is "Cool Yule" by Louis. You don't know "Cool Yule"? I don't think I do. Oh, Chris, can we please pull up "Cool Yule" by Louis Armstrong and the Commanders? We need to. We need to introduce Eric to this track. I'm excited. Let's listen to it.
1: On the island do the Sunset Strip Somebody's gonna make a happy trip Tonight While the moon is bright <laughs> He's gonna have a bag of crazy toys To give the corners of girls and boys So day. Santa comes on me I'm a common when the snow's the most. That is good.
0: Isn't that good? Like, how do you. It's wild to me that you don't know about this song because you. i shocked love, as well. Yeah. You love the big band yes. vibe with the horn section yes. blaring in the background yes. for filler. I thought you'd be like, oh, I love Cool Yule. That's one I, of my.
1: I'm so excited to listen to the whole thing. When, oh, I,
0: when You I have it. to because it starts off with, with Ella, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Amazing. have yourself a yeah. me. Like her peppy version, yeah. sleigh ride. Which yeah. we all love by Ella. Uh, there's also Christmas Night in Harlem. Uh-huh. Do you know that song?
1: I think so.
0: Okay. Maybe let's just play a little play snippet a little of, of Christmas that. Night in, in Harlem. This is another great one. Is this Louie or Ella? This is, this is Louie okay. uh, with Benny Carter.
1: Mm. Every gal shutting with her bow Through the streets covered white with snow Every smile, everywhere you go. It's night in Harlem. I've never heard this, but I love people it. Is
0: this Are so good. It's so good. good that yeah, I mean, I I knew that I liked Louis Armstrong. I knew, you know, when you think of Louis, most people think of one song, "Wonderful World." Wonderful World. Yeah. And yeah. wonderful, world. you know, everyone wants to do their Louis Armstrong impersonation. <laughs> yeah. Including me. Um, but this album is so dynamic. Uh, going back and listening to Ella and Louie separately and then together, because they do their own version of Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah, I was going to say, well. do they sing together ever? Or is they, they do. Just... I came to find out that they did a lot of stuff together throughout their career. Yeah,
1: I have a record of just Ella and Louie. Yeah. But it's not a Christmas record. It's just a regular record.
0: And this is going to give you what you love so much about the two of them. Because I was thinking about Louie and Ella, and I was like, are, they are two of the more like unique dynamic sure. voices yeah. in the history of music absolutely and and on top of that louis played the the trumpet, amazingly, you know, like yeah. like a virtuoso. Yeah. Um, so if you have not listened to this album, Ella and Louie Christmas, you need you need, need, need to go listen to it. It is so good. It's packed with all the hits you love, plus a couple obscure ones that you might discover, like yeah. Cool Yule. They're like, yeah. OK, this is definitely one of my new favorite songs. So I highly suggest you guys go listen to this album. And that was my my number four.
1: That's strong. Very strong. Thank you. And I'm I'm shocked. I literally was completely unaware of that album. I was so I'm, as I'm well. I'm very excited to listen to it. I was as well until I started like doing this deep dive that we yeah. did on this show. That's what's fun about this. That's good. All right. My number three is a classic. I'll, I'll say a modern classic. Could have been number one. You know, it could be number one on a lot of people's lists. Okay. Not my personal number one. Gotcha. But definitely deserves to be in the top three. It's Michael Buble's oh. original Christmas album called Christmas. Oh, right? So good. Buble is a stud. He, he he is so good, and he has obviously found a wonderful niche, especially during Christmas. He doesn't oh, yeah. exclusively sing Christmas, so if you've never listened to Michael Bublé's other music, he's spectacular. He's a king of Christmas. He right? is. He like is, us. He's like a king us. Like it. He's a fellow king. Yeah, yeah. Fellow king of Christmas. <laughs> um, but this album is kind of what started it all for him. Yeah. And it with the, ti- the title, not the title track, but the first track is- is this and i just feel like it just the season starts when you hear this mm, okay it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. oh that's come so on good i, I mean yeah, that's, that's butter that, <laughs> that is, is butter rock right and the yep. whole album obviously is great his santa claus is coming to town is so good yep his All I Wanted for Christmas is You is so good. His Holly Jolly Christmas is so good. Um, his Silent Night, his I'll Be Home for Christmas, Ave Maria. It's just so good. And they've re-released this record t- at least twice. They re- really? Re- they re-released a 10th anniversary. Okay. And then they just re-released, I think, a 15th anniversary that they're calling the deluxe version okay. that has like 25 tracks on it.
0: So it's even more boobs.
1: Even more. <laughs> <laughs> even more boobs. <laughs> It's so good. But yes, that album, I think, is... You know what I mean?
0: It's not my number one, but you can't have Christmas without it. You can't. And, you know, case in point, if you're familiar with the show or you just discovered us, the first episode we ever released, our first episode started out with With that that track. And, you know, so to me, like... It holds a special place because I love the song, but it also reminds me of the beginning. Yeah, when we started of this show, you know, yeah. almost a year ago to the day when we first started recording yeah. this show. So, Buble, I'm sure you're listening. Uh, you know, come it, hang out with us. You want to come hang out with a couple <laughs> your fellow kings, fellow kings of Christmas, the royal court. <laughs>
1: That's we, right. We three kings. <laughs> we three kings. Oh, come on, come on,
0: Buble. I mean, it pretty much writes itself. Come on, you're you're listening and watching and all the things. So we we've got a seat. It's right in front of this toasty fire. That's right. It's got it's it's ready for you. What a great selection. Yes. Thank I love that um all right so number three for me um speaking of uh kings these guys in my opinion were the kings of boy bands it's okay. not backstreet boys uh it is not o-town no it is not bb mac no it is not handsome 98 degrees nope uh it's not one direction it is not uh, new, kids? new kids boys to men It's not boys to men i'm sure at this point with deductive reasoning <laughs> you've been like well, how many more <laughs> I didn't say LFO, I don't think it no, is. No, It's not LFO. It's not five. Um, I don't even know what five baby is. Baby, when the lights go out, know. everything... Yeah. And I, but I didn't know the band Northern was called Chandon- Five. It's not C-Note. <laughs> it is In sync, And it is Home for Christmas. Mm. That album transports me. I know... Now, look, folks. I know you're out there being like, Really? number three on your top <laughs> better than Louis armstrong and Elephant. i know i know and that's but know, it's your personal top it's, t- top 10 it's it's about the memories yeah. it's about like transporting me to a time in my life you know thinking about like as you shared earlier in this episode like when you were like mid-teens and the boy band movement for our generation was huge and for me i was like gosh if i could do that with my life like if i could tour around the world singing pop music and having people screaming for me everywhere i go like be a dream come true and this is a close second doing yeah. this show you know uh sitting in empty in an empty room in a small town in southern california it's true but there could be crowds of people
1: outside there the probably door we are they're probably i did right. lock yeah. the door just in case that was that, smart. that was today. smart
0: but in sync's album that came out in 1998 home for christmas it is it's so good obviously they sing A lot of the standards, like, you know, The First Noel, Oh Holy Night, um, but they had so many originals. And I feel like that's something that oftentimes is lost in the world of Christmas albums, is that a lot of times it's all the standards, you know, and then maybe one one new song. This was packed full of 90s pop goodness. And can we can we just start with? Obviously, everybody knows "Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays." Sure, that's become a jam that yes. everybody knows, whether you know in or not. But there's some other great ones on this album as well. And I would like to highlight uh, "Home for Christmas" is is the first uh, track on this album. If we could just play a little bit of "Home for Christmas," Chris, that would be so greatly appreciated. In the ocean
1: Of the time I spend with you and I close my eyes and I see the family making out their wish list all obviously here comes Christmas, JC all <laughs> my own for too
0: many years,
1: the I organ the oh yeah they have from
0: I mean, it's such a good song. It it feels like it's got such a great feel to it. You know, we talked about this in part one of like, you know, the songs of Christmas that really sort of capture the feeling, the essence mm-hmm. of Christmas. And you can tell from listening to the top of this one, like, you know, crossing the ocean with my window view, thinking of the time I spent with you. First of all, great lyric. I mean, <laughs> let's just give it up for the lyrical genius right there. But like, this is somebody who's traveling back home for Christmas and just thinking about all the memories that they've created at the holiday season. And, you know, for me, like I didn't live far away from home until I was like in my late 20s. So I never got that feeling of like going home for Christmas until I was living in New York. And like there is something very special. About going home for the holidays. And I feel like that song really captures it. Um, obviously, as we said earlier, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, another great one. It's just it's a great album. For me, it it transports me to being in my teens, 16, 17 years old, wrapping gifts in my like, you know, childhood bedroom for like my high school sweetheart. Like, I was like, oh, I got to get in the mood, you know? And like, I would put on this album. <laughs> put on the gym. Yeah. And I'd be like, wrapping all these like cool, thoughtful gifts I got from my high school sweetheart. Right. And um, like, I, I can still picture that to the, I remember the Christmas where I, I got, did you ever do that thing where like you'd get a big box, but then like within the big box would be a bunch of like smaller boxes yes, yes. and like hidden little things within yes. it? I, I did that once and, and I was listening to that album because I had to wrap a lot of gifts sure. uh, to make that, that whole gimmick work. But, um, in Sync Christmas album, it transports me to to my adolescence and a, a simpler time, as it were. And some of those tracks, you know, still still hold up after all these years. So that's uh... well, it's
1: got that kind of nice '90s vibe without feeling like the cheesy '90s mm. vibe. It's like you can tell, like it's that perfectly boy band, boys to men kind of late '90s, yep. or early two thousands, but it's not like
0: pump the gym.
1: You know, it's not like so. <laughs> 90s that it's ridiculous right, you know right
0: well you haven't listened to all the tracks yet <laughs> <That's true.
1: laughs> i would have I listened to that one on the way home after i Emma will and louis yeah i will all right so we're to uh my number two yep why are you looking at me like i'm supposed do to do i know even it? have to say it folks do i even have to say it i'm showing oh danny my
0: gosh. I again I, how do i forget this, about this, this? could have been number one <laughs> clearly could have been course, number yeah. one
1: this is maybe the greatest <laughs> christmas album ever <laughs> assembled in the history of time, yep, it's a cow Christmas. Oh yeah, baby, <laughs> cow Christmas, it's back. Now I want to tell you this as we're a little uh, inside baseball here. As we're recording this, Danny and I are looking at our phones to see the track listing yes. of each album. So as I was typing in "Cow Christmas" into Spotify mm-hmm. to try to you know pull it up so I could look at the track listing, yeah, I I didn't type "It's a Cow Christmas." I just typed "Cow Christmas." Okay. The number one selection on Cow Christmas, if you go into Spotify, is our show. Is it really? (laughs) Talking about it. That's pretty incredible. (laughs) Which is kind of great. But it is called It's a Cow Christmas. Quick backstory for anybody who's joining us this season. Yep. When I was, this uh, came out in 1991, so I would have been 10 years old. Uh, I probably heard it a few years after that because I was probably about like 12, 13. Yep. We were at a Tower Records in Chicago uh and they had like a discount bin of CDs right. and in this random bin of CDs was this CD called It's a Cow Christmas with <laughs> the cow print and a little ki- little calf with a santa hat on singing into a piece of corn like a microphone and my dad grabbed it was like oh we should listen to this yeah and we brought it home and it is the most heartwarming silly ridiculous puntastic <laughs> fantastic selection of like 12, 13 songs that you will ever hear. It's well worth a listen, especially if you have kids. Put it on. It's about 32 minutes if you listen to the whole thing. Every song is a sort of pun of some sort of dairy or cow word with a Christmas song. But there's also some originals on here and it's just, it really is so heartwarming. Now, we talked about it a lot last season and Danny was amazing and found this guy named Rob Barrett Jr. Yep, who was the producer of the album. Yeah, and,
0: and wrote he some of the songs. Wrote too, some right? of the songs.
1: Yeah. He lives up in Minneapolis, right? Some, yeah, min, somewhere in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and he Danny got him to come onto our show. <laughs> so check that out in the first season. But. He talked about how like they essentially wrote a couple of songs for like a commercial yeah. that was like a "We Wish You a Dairy Christmas," and they were like these are pretty good, and so they decided to make a whole album, and they got like just studio singers from around Minneapolis, yeah. and it is so well produced, it is it's so wonderful. Let's—I'm trying to think—it's hard to pick just one yeah. to play, but let's go with—oh gosh, it, let's go with "We Three Cows." Because this is one of it's my. It's very jazzy, right? It's very yeah. jazzy. Yeah. Play us a little bit of We Three Cows. <laughs> we, we Three Cows, cows of Bethlehem, Bethlehem are still awaiting King these kings from afar. afar. <laughs> Why the us slandered? Oh, the star of wonder, wonder, star we sing. We it's wonder, so good. Wonder, okay, so that's We Three Cows. There is a song called Santa Cow. There's uh, uh, Jezebel the Cow that's like, Jezebel, Jezebel, Jezebel the Cow. (laughs) It's so ridiculous, but I'm telling you, if you listen to this with your family, you will create memories that you will laugh about. Uh, Their version of 12 Days of Christmas. It finishes, obviously, with the Hallelujah Chorus. It's just spectacular. I cannot talk enough good things about... It's a Cow Christmas. If you have not listened to it, trust me. I know you're saying to yourself right now, this is ridiculous. I've lost all faith in these two. <laughs> I'm never going to listen to this podcast again. But trust me, put it on. It will sweep over you. It will charm you to death. So It's a Cow Christmas
0: from 1991 is my number two. I'm not surprised uh, that it's on your list. I-, I will say when you shared this last season with, with me, wi- with us uh, at large, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me and then that night put it, pulled it up on YouTube cuz fun fact yeah oh yeah so prior to our show and us having Rob Barrett Jr on the show you couldn't find this album anywhere anywhere, anywhere. And, and then Rob got the rights back yep and he put it up on Spotify and so now everyone around the world is able to listen to this album kind of because of us kind of because of us which is pretty darn cool if that's you know i used to i think i said last season i was like if that's all that ever comes out of this show (laughs) i'll feel pretty darn cool you know but it is really really cool that he came on the show that i was able to you know sort of like sleuth my way into finding him out in the world and that he agreed to come on and chat with eric i'll never forget seeing your reaction when you were like oh my gosh Oh, my gosh. <laughs> are you the producer <laughs> of It's a Cow Christmas? And the, the, the excitement, the joy <laughs> it was so in crazy. your eyes was was absolutely brilliant. So so thank you again to Rob for coming on the yes. show. And that's the magic of our show is you just you never know who's going to show up. You never know what, uh, Christmas, what Christmas miracle are happen. happening. One, one cow Christmas album at a time. That's right. That's how we roll. <laughs> well, uh, such a great selection. Not surprised it's there. Moving on to number two for me or number moo for me, maybe I should say jingle jingle uh this one is going to be sinatra obviously uh and the title of the album is a jolly christmas Mm. um from sinatra if you know that the thing about sinatra christmas albums is i think at this point in time you're gonna find a lot of like the same songs, sure sort of on these albums but this was a remastered one so the the album came out originally in 1957 but then they did a um I think they did, like, a 50th anniversary remastering of this album. Uh-huh. Like, Jingle Bells was remastered in 1999. Uh, Christmas Maltz was remastered as well, First Noel. And sometimes when there are remasters, like, You know, a lot of people listen to like Beatles music or like the originals were so much better than than the remasters. But I think in this specific one, the remasters really did a lot of service to it. And what I love, you know, you touched on some of the songs that we all know and love so much, like what was it? uh, Christmas Waltz, Mm -hmm. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I love that version because it just starts off with like silence Mm -hmm. and it's just Frank's voice that comes in. Uh, It's so brilliant. But then there's this really cool public service announcement. At the end. Okay. It's about the, the Christmas seals. Uh, Chris, are you able to pull that up, the last track on the album? Yeah, I it? have it. All right, let, let's, let's take a little uh, listen to it. Hi there, and Merry Christmas from FS for CS, Frank Sinatra for Christmas seals. We got a song here about mistletoe and holly, two mighty important fixings come Christmas time. But it takes other things, too, like Christmas seals to make our Christmases truly merry. Because Christmas seals fight tuberculosis. Christmas seals help keep each of us off the sick list of TB and on the gift lists of good health. So for jolly Christmas, Christmas seals and mistletoe and holly. Isn't that great? That's great. Yeah, I got chills like listening yeah. to like I can just picture Frank hearing it on the radio. Hearing it on the radio but also like picturing him standing in some like old studio like smoke sort of just like right. you know uh, along like the ceiling Yeah. and they're like hey Frank we got this uh, little Can you thing. record this real quick? Yeah. Hey, it's for the Easter Seals out there. <laughs> like it just he, he yeah. feels so young yeah. New York Hoboken, Hoboken yeah. or New Jersey Hoboken Frank in that moment. Yeah. It just it transports you to a different time. Yeah. And I love those little sort of like bonus moments. Uh, and it reminds me I found when I was looking at the the Louis Armstrong stuff that they recently just released something uh you can find it on Spotify if you like like hearing like old history type yeah. stuff. On Spotify, they released uh this track of louis armstrong if you look it up on spotify it's him i think it's called a visit from saint nicholas mm-hmm. it's him doing uh the night before christmas oh like reading it it's just him reading oh it. that's but fun. there's music playing in the background while he's he's like hey everybody's your pal satchmo yeah wish read you, you know wish you merry christmas and he just really reads that for awesome. christmas um so check that out obviously go check out a jolly christmas by frank sinatra all the favorites, all the classics are on there. It also has Mistletoe and Holly, which I pointed out earlier on the Rat Pack Christmas album. Yep. It's a classic. It's a must. It sets the mood. Um, and honestly, his version of Jingle Bells, and I know we're going to get to this later on in the season with our top, I think, five versions of Jingle Bells ever. Right. I think he has one of the best versions of Jingle Bells uh, ever. So anyway, that's that's my number two, which brings us to our number one selection. I'm so interested to, like, picture our listeners uh, sitting in their car, or on the train, or with bated breath, know, or some of our listeners who have to turn out the lights in their bedroom and hide under their <laughs> pillows because their parents don't want them listening to Christmas stuff before Halloween. I'd be interested to hear like if people are agreeing, yeah, with this or not, and if they're curious, like they haven't said this one yet. It's got to be number one. Yeah, it's, it's got be number, number one. one. So I I'm excited to to hear y'all's response once you once you listen to this episode. So what do you got? All right, one? for number one. This is my favorite
1: Christmas album, and this was sort of like, no doubt, I knew that this was my favorite Christmas album, and I would put it up there, not just as my personal favorite, but that if we were just saying like sort of objectively, what are the greatest Christmas albums of all time, I think it should be in the conversation. It's by Harry Connick Jr. The album is called When My Heart Finds Christmas. came out in 1993. On the cover, you got a young dashingly handsome very suave harry conic in a red sweater just sort of right in front of the fireplace just <laughs> oh look looking at him just it's very similar to us very similar to us very similar to you yeah it's oh i'm uh, wearing red right now there you go slightly different jawline but he's <laughs> he's so good so this album every single track is impeccable mm. is so good and they're almost uh, I'd say about half of them are originals. Okay, half are covers of you know classic Christmas songs, but they're so good. His version of Sleigh Ride, uh, Chris. Let's play just a little bit of Sleigh Ride, uh, which is the title or the opening track of the record. Just so jazzy. Oh yeah. I mean, his band is so good.
0: hear those sleigh bells jingling ring ting, Come oh, on, you, you can't help it for a ride
1: together with you. and like the trumpets are when he Outside hits the, the like the it's pops you know that's yeah. so so good so that's sleigh ride then he has the title track of when my heart finds christmas which is an original beautiful sentiment mm. beautiful song he has one of my most favorite songs, which is uh, It Must Have Been Old Santa Claus, oh, so which good. is this sort of narrative song about a kid going on an adventure with Santa Claus on Christmas Eve night. It's so good. Uh, his version of Let It Snow is great. His version of Ave Maria is, the gr- I think, maybe the greatest version of Ave Maria. Wow. Uh, the Wooden Soldiers song, Christmas Dreaming, I Pray on Christmas. Play a little bit of I Pray on Christmas. This, is, this is, I think this is an original of his. But this is another good like... P-R-A-Y. Yes, yes. Okay.
0: Not (laughs) (laughs) P-R-E-Y.
1: And if you don't know, Harry Connick is from New Orleans, so it's got a very good like New Orleans kind of slow jazz. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's
1: so good. And I just got to play one more song. Play a little bit of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Because his version, again, is so, so good. And then I'll, I'll stop playing. Little <laughs> clips of this album. But a little bit of uh, his Rudolph.
0: Hey, kids, you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen? Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen? But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Yeah! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer! Oh, oh, a very shiny I mean, come nose. on!
1: It's so good! So that is my selection for number one personal favorite Christmas album of all time, When My Heart Finds Christmas from Harry
0: County. So good. So good. I love the diversity like in our list like we didn't yeah. have a lot of redundancy. Yeah. And I know I haven't revealed my number 1 yet, but before I do that, I do want to encourage everyone if you're loving what you're hearing, if you are digging Christmas Countdown show, please make sure you subscribe uh, first and foremost wherever you're listening or watching because we're doing a lot of videos yes. this season which is exciting. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you rate and review. That's a great chance to have your name, your review read to people all around the, the world. On 175 hand. plus countries this yes. show is downloaded in. So if you've wanted to be heard in Italy or New Zealand or Bahrain maybe sure. like this is the way to, to do that so make sure you rate and review subscribe follow us on social media at Christmas countdown show on Instagram on TikTok on Facebook and follow us Xmas pod uh, on Twitter uh, that being said I I think Eric probably knows where I'm going with this i have an idea Do you have a sense as to where i'm going okay this artist i've been a huge fan of this artist for a long time now uh first got introduced to him back and i want to say it was around 2005 or 6 a buddy of mine had an album of his and he i think he accidentally left it at my apartment or something like that right and i I put it on my cd player in the living room and i was like okay this guy this guy rips yes bops Bangs, yeets, I don't know, whatever you want to say. (laughs) And this guy is Jamie Cullum. Yes. Uh, He is an incredible jazz artist from the UK. He's released a bunch of original stuff over the years, does a lot of covers of artists like Sinatra. Mm -hmm. He, you know, sort of has a similar vibe to a Harry Connick Jr., to a Michael Buble, but he's, like, he's a musician. Like, this guy... He
1: feels fresh.
0: Yes. And he feels
1: current, whereas it seems like people like Harry Connick or Buble are really trying to sound in a sort of like nostalgic, vintage yes. way. Jamie Colm somehow is giving you that sound, yep. but feels cool and like like he would be at a club and everyone would want to be talking. 100%. You
0: know what I mean? I, I saw him uh, at the Hollywood Bowl a few years ago, more than a few, at this point in time, and he did a mashup of uh, Singing in the Rain with uh, Umbrella. Mm, by rihanna that sounds awesome. and he does this thing in his shows where he'll do like um i don't know what it's called but basically like he records all these different tracks and then he loops them he loops the tracks yeah yeah and so like he'll like bang on his piano yeah and then he starts playing on the piano yeah, yeah. and he'll go around and play the drums and all this sort of stuff yeah. and he loops it all and he was he did this mashup of those two songs i was like it blew my mind and then Two years ago, Jamie blessed us with a Christmas album, and then one year ago, he blessed us again with the Complete Edition Yes, yeah. of that album, and that album is called The Piano Man at Christmas yes. by Jamie Cullum. The Complete Edition came out last year. It featured all the songs that I fell in love with on the first album. Songs like Hang Your Lights. Uh, is So is a, good. Oh, so, so good. He had a the Piano Man at Christmas, which I listed as one of my oh. like top ten yeah. uh, modern Christmas songs last year, but then he he did a song that I had never heard before uh, called "I Believe in Father Christmas." Um, play it. This was a, let, let's play yeah. a little bit of that one, Chris. Uh, it's the number two track on the complete edition. I believe in Father Christmas.
1: They said there'll be snow at Christmas They said there'll be peace on Earth But instead it just kept on raining A veil of tears for the virgin birth I remember one Christmas morning a Winter's light And a distant choir And the peel of a bell And that Christmas tree smell And their eyes full
0: of tinsel and fire I I love... It starts to come in there at that point, but there's the strings on his tracks, like, really... get For me, like, strings make me feel. Yeah. You know, it could be, like... You know bow work. It could be staccato, little sure, plucking exactly. sort of work. It's just like when strings come in on a song, it just, it gets me. Yeah, And that one just gets me. But it's not just like deep, you know, pull at your heartstrings sort of moments. Sure. Uh, there's also you know, one song that I've just absolutely, absolutely fallen in love with um, is Hang Your Lights. Can we play yes. a little bit of, of Hang Your Lights uh, from The Piano Man at Christmas, please, Chris?
1: Sing, sing, sing of the mistletoe. Dance, dance, dance by the fire. Keep the golden suns alive with an old church choir. And you can hang your lights on me. Love, love, love under frosty skies. Arm in
0: arm in the snow. There's a twinkle in your eye, is when you know, you know. And you can hang your lights on me. You can hang your lights on me. Hang your lights. Hang your lights. Hang your lights. Hang your lights. So good. You can hang your lights on me. Woo! I mean, that's great. It's so good. It's yeah. so big and jazzy and fun. I love the lyric of it. I think it's so brilliantly done. I'm clearly a massive fan. Yes, of Jamie Cullum. So, Piano Man at Christmas, complete edition. If you've not listened to it, please do yourself a favor. Uh, you're gonna find a bunch of standards on there. You know, classics that you know from the years, and a bunch of you know new stuff that Jamie has, has written as well. Yeah. So, that's my number one, and that's uh, strong. Brings us to the end of our first. Countdown. The list of of season two. We did it. Five.
1: Yeah. So we hope that you've enjoyed that. We hope that you've enjoyed our selections. Um, you know what we should do is we should put all of these albums onto a Spotify playlist. That'd be a long playlist. It will be a long playlist, but it, it, it'll be like 90 hours of music. But it'll, it'll, it'll be worth it. It'll get you to it. Christmas Day. It'll get you to Christmas Day. So we will put those together, um, and we'll let you know when that's up. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, let us know if you agreed with our selections or if you think that we're totally off the mark. Uh, we love to interact with you guys. Follow us on all the social socials rate and review check
0: out the merch store and if you're curious what other albums we love if you want to hear that 11 through 15 you're going to want to click on that link in the episode description or just click on the link in our bio on social media go to our patreon page become a patreon supporter for the holiday season you're going to get an extra episode every single week so you're at the end of like you know it's thursday and you're like oh gosh i want to know more more tomorrow So every Friday, for our Patreon supporters, they're going to get a new episode every Friday that will only be made available to them. So don't miss out. Go to our Patreon page right now. Click the link in the liner notes or just go to Patreon and search Christmas Countdown Show. Become a supporter, and you're going to get a bonus episode on top of so many other cool benefits that are only made available to our Patreon I mean, we
1: talked about so many great albums, but there are more. There's more. And you
0: know it. And we're we're about to
1: record, so you'll get 10 more uh, interesting, amazing albums. So check that out. Uh, And I guess we'll see on the next episode. But we always end every episode with the same sentiment, which is Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. Bye, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. See you,
0: guys.